with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative mind. Welcome dear listeners to another episode of Artitude where the veins of art culture and psychology intertwine to form the heartbeat of our shared exploration. I'm your host and today we embark on a journey unlike any other. In this episode we delve into the enigmatic realm of Freud's death drive, a concept that challenges our understanding of the human psyche and its undercurrents. But today's exploration is shaped by you, our global audience. I've gathered your questions from across continents, questions that probe the psychological, the religious, the entertaining and the solution-seeking aspects of the theory. From the passionate streets of Buenos Aires to the contemplative silence of a Japanese Zen garden. Your inquiries illuminate the multifaced influence of the death drive on our lives and cultures. So let's unravel these threads together, discovering the transformative power hidden within Freud's most provocative theory. I must really say, dear friends, I was really so excited to uh, get such a lot of lot of comments and emails, you know, so listeners who are interested in the subject. I mean, that shows actually the need of topics like this. And I'm happy that I could, yeah, help a little bit with my podcast and my research to lift this a little bit up because I think we are still a society which is not so ready to speak about subjects like this in yeah, public. All right, I would say let's Let's start actually already with, with the questions. Um, I would start like with, with Anna from Germany. She asked, how can Freud's death drive theory help us understand self-destructive behaviors in today's fast-paced society? So this is a great question, Anna. I mean, Freud's death drive offers a lens through which we can view the compulsion behind self-destructive behaviors as a fundamental part of human nature rather than morally pathological. So in today's society where pressures and expectations are high, understanding the drive can guide, according to Freud, us towards more compassionate approaches to mental health, emphasizing balance and self-care. David from, from Israel has a question more in the religious context. He asks, can Freud's concept of the death drive be reconciled with religious teachings about life's sanctity and the afterlife? Uh, David, that's a thought-provoking question. 
while Freud's theory is rooted in psychoanalysis and may seem at odds with religious views, both perspectives offer insights into the human condition. Reconciling them could involve interpreting the death drive as part of the spiritual journey of the soul, exploring themes of temptation, redemption and the eternal struggle between good and evil. No? Uh, hello to Sophia from the United States. She asked, do you think the death drive is represented in modern cinema, perhaps even glamorized? So, Sophia, absolutely. Modern cinema often explores themes of self-destruction, risk-taking and the darker aspects of human nature, isn't it? While sometimes glamorized, these narratives can also provide critical reflections on the death drive, offering audiences a way to confront and understand their own inner conflicts and fears so it's not not just only action films enough i might have if you want a deeper look into films which are more helpful than just entertaining regarding the subject of death drive i mean go back to the last podcast probably probably you've heard it how frida Kahlo and uh, van gogh and De uh, jackson pollock used their own death drive in order to create art no um, there is Keiji from Japan so she is solution seeking actually so she asks in a culture that often suppresses discussions of mental health how can we use Freud's death drive to open conversations and seek solutions so Keiji I mean your question touches on an important issue by framing the death drive as a universal aspect of human psychology we can destigmatize discussions around mental health. It's about recognizing that everyone navigates these impulses and by bringing them into the open, we can promote a culture of understanding and support. This is Helena, she is from Colombia. She asked, considering the violence and conflict in our history, could the death drive theory offer insights into collective healing and reconciliation? Lena, indeed. The death drive theory provides a valuable framework for understanding collective behaviors towards violence and the potential for healing. Recognizing these destructive impulses as part of human nature allows societies to address underlying issues, promote empathy and work towards reconciliation and peace. No. Um, somewhere from Kenya asks, how can educators use the concept of the death drive to better understand student behaviors and foster a supportive learning environment? Samuel, educators can benefit from understanding the death drive by recognizing the range of behaviors it might manifest in students, from aggression to withdrawal. This understanding can inform strategies that provide emotional support, encourage healthy expression, and create a learning environment where students feel valued and understood. Chiara from Italy asks, does the death drive challenge our notions of free will, suggesting that we are the mercy of unconscious drives so Chiara that's a profound philosophical question while the death drive implies that unconscious drives influence our behavior recognizing and understanding these drives can also empower us 
It suggests that through self-awareness and psychoanalytical exploration, we can achieve greater autonomy over our actions. Lucas from Australia asks, um, can the death drive theory help explain humanity's destructive relationship with the environment? And how can we channel this drive towards conversation? So Lucas, the death drive offers an interesting perspective on um, environmental destruction, reflecting perhaps a collective expression of this drive. Recognizing it can be the first step towards transformation, prompting us to channel our energies into conversation, efforts and sustainable living as form of creative and life-affirming actions. Another letter from Emma in the United States. She asked, how does Freud's death drive relate to our current societal obsession with true crime stories? Does this, does this fascination help us confront or escape the death drive? Another great question, Emma. Freud's death drive suggests an inherent human attraction to themes of destruction and mortality, which can explain our fascination with true crime probably. This genre might serve as a safe space to explore these themes, acting more as a confrontation with the death drive and offering insights into human nature and society's darker aspects without harm in the first place. You know? Hiroki in Japan asks, in a culture that values harmony and collective well-being, how can we understand and integrate the concept of the death drive without disrupting societal balance? Hiroki, your question touches on a delicate balance between individual impulses and societal harmony. The death drive, even in a collective-focused culture, can be seen as a call for introspection and personal growth. By acknowledging and understanding these impulses within ourselves, we can work together towards a harmonious integration that respects both the individual journey and the collective well-being. So, Victoria in Argentina is asking, Hi Victoria and hi Argentina. So, so she asks, Can Freud's death drive theory explain the passionate nature of tango? Is there a connection between this dance and our dance with the concept of mortality? So, Victoria... Your question touches the very heart of Argentine culture identity through the lens of tango, a dance that encapsulates the complex interplay of passion, longing and the dance with mortality, themes central to Freud's death drive. As I think I explained tango a little bit, tango more than just a dance, I mean, hi, hi Pastora as well, you know, and you probably know it already, so it is a ritual that embodies the a sense of human connection, emotion, and the stark reality of life and death. So its origins, rooted in late 19th century among the lower classes of Buenos Aires, reflect a melting pot of cultures, each bringing their unique expression of longing and despair. This was a time of significant upheaval, where individuals grappled with displacement, loss, and the struggle for identity and survival. Tango emerged as a voice for those unspoken tensions, a physical manifestation of the death drive's duality, where destructions and creation, despair and hope, life and death converge. You know? The dance itself, with its close embrace 
intricate steps and the intense interplay between the lead and follow mirrors the psychological dance with the death drive. The lead, suggestive of the life drive, guides the movement, striving for connection, beauty and expressions. Meanwhile, the follow in a constant state of surrender and resistance embodies the death drive pull towards letting go towards the end of the dance, and yet finds within that surrender a profound form of expression and existence. Moreover, the music of tango, with its melancholic melodies and poignant lyrics, speaks directly to the soul about lost loves, about the fleeting nature of life and the inevitability of death. It's as if through tango we ritually engage with our mortality, embracing the death drive not as a force of destruction, but as a vital contrast that gives depth and meaning to our lives and loves. For our Argentine listeners, tango is not merely a dance, it's a cultural ritual that allows individuals to explore the depths of their souls. You know that, to confront the complexities of life and death and ultimately to find beauty and meaning in that confrontation. Freud's death drive theory, when viewed through the passionate lens of tango, provides a fascinating framework to understand how this dance serves as a therapeutic ritual, a means of engaging with our darker impulses in a manner that is both life-affirming and transformative. So, in essence... Tango offers a space where the death drive and the life drive dance in harmony. Reflecting the eternal human quest for balance between the two. It's a dance that, paradoxically, by engaging with themes of loss and mortality, celebrates life in its most passionate form. Um, there's a question from Arav in India. In Hindu philosophy, life is a cycle of birth, death and rebirth. How does Freud's death drive fit into this worldview and can it offer a path to spiritual liberation? So, Araf, integrating Freud's death drive with the Hindu cycle of Sansara offers a fascinating perspective. It can be seen as recognizing and accepting the role of death in the cycle of life thereby reducing its fear this acceptance can free us from the drive's negative hold aligning with the person of moksha or liberation where understanding our darker impulses leads to spiritual growth and enlightenment in pre-modern indian society life was conceptually organized around the pursuit of four goals known in sanskrit as purushatas or ultimate human goals dhamma the pursuit of the good, constituting the domain of ethics and law, Arta, the pursuit of power, constituting the domain of politics, Kama, the pursuit of pleasure, constituting the domain of sexuality, and Maksha, the pursuit of freedom, constituting the domain of renunciative, ascetic and meditative practice. There is Layla in Egypt, she asks, considering the ancient Egyptian focus on the afterlife, how would Freud's death drive be received in a culture with such a profound legacy of death and resurrection imagery? Um, 
ancient Egyptian culture with its deep engagement with death and the afterlife offers actually a unique lens through which to view the death drive Layla. Freud's concept might be seen as contemplatory, providing a psychological explanation for this cultural focus. It suggests that the ancient Egyptians elaborate rituals and beliefs around death where perhaps an early societal attempt to confront and integrate the death drive into a meaningful understanding of life and mortality. Um, Noah from Germany asks, does the death drive offer any insight into why societies fall into war? Is there a collective death drive that propels communities into conflict? So Noah, your question again touches on a crucial aspect of Freud's theory the idea that the death drive can manifest not only individually, but also collectively. Wars can be interpreted as a manifestation of this drive on a societal level, where the destructive impulses are projected outwards onto the other. Understanding this can be the first step in addressing the underlying fears and tensions that lead to conflict, aiming for dialogue and reconciliation instead of destruction. Yes, Chloe, in Australia, how does the concept of the death drive interact with the modern environmental crisis? Are we collectively self-sabotaging our planet? Oof, Chloe, viewing the environmental crisis through the lens of the death drive is profoundly insightful. It suggests that our destructive environmental behaviors may be a manifestation of this drive a form of collective self-sabotage. Recognizing this can be pivotal in motivating change as it calls for a confrontation with these impulses and a redirection towards nurturing and preserving life, our own and the planet's. No. There is Nia in Kenya. She or he asks, in communities where communal support and storytelling are vital, how can understanding the death drive enhance our resilience and collective healing? Nia, in cultures where storytelling and community are central, the death drive can be addressed through collective narratives that acknowledge our darker impulses while emphasizing communal strengths and healing. Stories can provide a space to explore these themes, offering both caution and hope, and reinforcing the community's role in supporting individuals through their struggles, thereby enhancing resilience and collective healing. We slowly come to the end. It is from Ivan in Russia. He asks, how can we reconcile the death drive with the pursuit of happiness? Is there a way to find balance between these opposing drives? So, even or even Reconciling the death drive with the pursuit of happiness involves recognizing that acknowledging and integrating our darker impulses can lead to a fuller, more authentic existence. Happiness isn't the absence of struggle, but often the result of navigating through it. So understanding the death drive can deepen our appreciation for life's moments of joy and connection finding balance in the acceptance of life's entire spectrum. Last question now. It is um, from Maria in Brazil. She asked, in cultures rich with festivals that celebrate death, like Dia de los Muertos 
Can Freud's death drive theory provide a deeper understanding of these traditions? So Maria, absolutely. Festivals like Dia de los Muertos reflect a healthy cultural uh, integration of the death drive, celebrating life by acknowledging death. Freud's theory offers a psychological perspective on why these celebrations are so meaningful. They allow us to confront mortality in a way that finds life connecting us across generations and reinforcing the community's fabric. So, as our journey through the questions of Freud's death drive draws to a close, I am reminded of the beauty that lies in the person of understanding. Today we traverse a landscape of inquiry that stretches beyond borders, reflecting the depths of our collective curiosity and the shared nature of our human experience. To our listeners from around the world, thank you. Your questions have not only deepened our exploration, but have also woven a tapestry of perspectives that enriches us all. Um, before we part, I encourage you to carry the spirit of today's discourse into your daily lives. Let the dance of the death drive and the life drive inspire you to seek beauty in the transient to find strength in vulnerability and to embrace the complexity of our existence with open hearts and minds. Stay connected with us on our social media platforms and within the Isle of Westcock Artist Group on Facebook. Your engagement, your insights and your stories fuel this journey, making Artitude a beacon of exploration and understanding in our ever-changing world. So don't hesitate to join the Isle of Westcock Artist Group. It's a group where where people exchange uh, discussions and where you can share your artwork and just be creative and yeah and nice and loving. And uh, or join on Instagram at Artitude or at Detschlich or at Isle of Westcock Artists. There you can follow as well um, all the time the, the subjects which are going on around the podcast and as well my other projects where I'm working on it. Um, yeah, would be nice to see you there and uh, uh, don't hesitate to ask questions. Uh, I try to answer. I actually answer all these. So until we meet again, dear listeners, keep exploring, keep questioning and most importantly, keep connecting. The tapestry of human experience is fast and varied, and each thread you add makes it all the more beautiful. Goodbye for now, and thank you for being an essential part of the Attitude Adventure. Here's to the many journeys we have yet to embark upon together, and have a lovely week. Actually, start of the week, creative week, and uh, I would say I'll see you next Sunday. 10 a.m. again. Until then, take care and bye for now. You're dead. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.